Hello, everybody. Welcome to I Disagree Podcast. I am Jordan Coburn. And I'm Steve Shustick. Hello. Hello. Steve, how are you doing? Looking great in the polo. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. 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 I clean Good up work nice. uniform. Thank you. You yeah. look like a Catholic schoolboy <laughs> with a fresh ass. You can stop it right there. My yeah. ass is fresh. Yes. Frit it, frit it. Great. I was trying to make like a Catholic school butt fucking joke, but it's not a joke no it happens (laughs) well things that happen can be a joke that's true but uh that's a great point there was a catholic school growing up called bishop gorman that was in my hometown and um everyone was getting fucked oh really no i think it was fine they were doing coke off the desks though it was the place to be if you wanted a party. Really? Yeah. That sounds like that sounds like me on my uh, my Boy Scout camping trips where we'd, we'd like sneak away to smoke weed and shit. Yes, <laughs> love that. But yeah, their uniform was exactly what you were wearing. So. Oh yeah. It brings me back to the experience I didn't have personally. You know how it goes. Yeah. Anyways, should we start this whole episode over? <laughs> nah. Okay. Nah. All right. I think we're I'm, doing fine. All right. If you ask me how I was doing, I'll tell you. I t- my 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 uh my mood is based solely on the status of the atlanta braves and yes. so right now i'm doing fan fucking tastic hell yes hell yeah well, they're doing okay yeah they're 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 up one game to nothing against the dodgers and the nlcs and right now the score is seven to three in the bottom of the ninth all right so, everybody take a two game lead retroactively send your good vibes to steve's team well, i have we'll need it we'll need it for game three as well okay but. good to know good to know save it then <laughs> <laughs> i uh as a Patriots fan, I've had an exciting week with all of the COVID that's been happening. So uh, Cam I haven't Newton, heard about this. What? The quarterback got sick, and then someone else got sick, and I'm sure other people got sick. I haven't been following it that closely. They wind up pushing the game back to, like, Monday instead of Sunday, I believe. Wow, I'm so out of the loop. I didn't even know this. I yes. should know that. And wow. then they pushed the whole game back a full week. And then it Well, has, how's that going to work? I know. And then it be very, very quickly it becomes... Like, uh, Trump, like, how is Trump showing up to rallies this quickly sort of thing? Like, how, how, how are the Patriots showing up to games this quickly? It's, it's kind of the exact same thing. It's just one's political and one's like, beer. (laughs) And so America (laughs) accepts it. (laughs) I think the reality of it is that in most cases, COVID isn't a big deal. You know, I think it's just in those rare cases. I disagree. I Oh, you're saying like most times that people right. get COVID, it's right? Not but a big it's deal. just so contagious yes. that enough people get it, even if a very small percentage of them have a problem. That's still a lot of people, you right? Know? Right? Yeah. Because well, if Chris Christie, he's already out of the hospital. I thought he was a goner. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It does not seem like a healthy. Person. No. No, he does not. But yeah, it is. It is interesting thinking about that. I mean, you know the NFL and their great track record with public health concern. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you know they're uh, they're really the first ones that would be concerned. Yeah. But like concussions I, are fine. What are you talking about? We're yeah. having fun. Little, just a. Li- it's just a little ground noogie. You know. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. God, come here. Get over here, you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're like they're kind. My mom actually. She doesn't even the NFL like the Patriots were a big thing for our family growing up, and now my mom just won't even support it at all anymore because because the of concussions, that. all of it, the wife beating cover ups, uh-huh. like it's horrible. It really is. I mean, FIFA is like the worst. Right? Is it? FIFA's like mob run. Oh yeah, well I don't watch soccer because I'm a free American, but. <laughs> my, my- <laughs> 
<laughs> football is football. <laughs> exactly. Football <laughs> is played by grown men with a pigskin on a gridiron. But right. There you go. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, sports. <laughs> we should make this a sports talk radio show. Yes. Yes. I've already made a fart sound twice, which I feel like is nice. a sports show's most used Hell square yeah. button thing. Hell yeah. If they're doing it right. Anyways, we got a good show today. I think. Yeah. We have some really good warm-up topics yeah, that I'm got, excited for. And we got some, some new patrons I want to shout out. Uh, Linda Alanese, Roberta Knight, Unky Herb, or is it Unky Herb, you think? Mm, it's probably Unky Herb. I think it's Unky Herb, just because I've never heard anyone pronounce H-E-R-B, Herb. Well, that would be short for Herbert. Ah, or is Unky, it, is it oh, should it be Herbert? No, that's great. Maybe he really likes weed. Or she. Hmm. Unky I'm assu- could be either way. Hmm. Either way? That's not a right way to describe gender. (laughs) 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 That's more an orientation thing. Um, Yeah. And Jeffrey Buckner. Hell yes. So thank you all. And um, Linda is one of my best friends. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she's the fucking best. Man, your friends are really doing a great job keeping us afloat. I'm going to sh- <laughs> give a shout-out to all of Jordan's friends, like yes. Taylor Rice, yes. Linda Alanese, and uh, I think we got some other ones on here. You know yeah, any of these fools? Yeah, Dan, Dan Higginbotham. Oh, uh, Dan Higginbotham, yes. My yes. mom. Your mom? My mom. She gave me life and still found the resources to pay us monthly. What a gal. <laughs> That's so fire. Thank you, <laughs> mom. That. I know. She never lets me forget it. We were on a trip this week, and every, yeah, just, she does a great job at slipping in, and I gave you life. You know, mm. it's great. I think all moms should do that. Hell yeah. Keeps your brain in the right place. Yeah, you know? yeah, you gotta keep them honest, you know, let them know. <laughs> like, hey, I brought you into this world, I can take you out of That's it, That's true. You know? She doesn't put the veiled threat in there, but <laughs> <laughs> I know what kind of parent Steve's gonna be. <laughs> okay, our first, well, do you have anything else uh, that you would like to say before we get into it? No, let's get into it. Let's do some uh, Let's do some warm-ups. You, you had one you wanted to start with? I was actually gonna start with the disagree mail. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Only beca- no, it's okay. Um, I disagree. You disagree <laughs> on the format of your own podcast. <laughs> Alright. Uh, let's get into the first segment. I'm in. Disagree mails. All right, so this week, y'all were very agreeable. We didn't really have too many disagree mails compared mm. to previous weeks. Uh, just a reminder, disagree mail submissions are free. You don't have to be a patron. Mm-hmm. Any listener can talk to us about what they think about the shit that we say, and we'd love to hear it, and we'd love to talk about it. So I, I, I do want to cut in there real quick. Just a reminder to some of you people out there who will be unnamed, the, 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 the format of the disagree mail is you can throw hot flames, but it either needs to be respectful or funny. You All can't right. just come in like an asshole and expect your shit to get read on air. All right. And you can come in like an asshole if it's funny. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Or, yeah, or actually like, you know, cerebral. Right. In some way. Yeah. Advancing the conversation. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> in any way. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. I just want to also point out, this is definitely something that Steve thinks because of the shit steve gets <laughs> I, <laughs> I still have yet to get unproductive feedback mm-hmm. which i want to get shit on if anyone if anyone wants to shit on me please just make it funny yeah just make it funny yeah. or not this is getting into kink almost our first <laughs> our, our first disagreement <laughs> yes um oh yeah really quick before we get into it to send those to us hit us up on twitter at the i disagree pod or you can hit us up 
on the Gmail at the I disagree podcast at gmail.com. Uh, or you can tweet, I already said that, or Facebook message, which is where our next and only disagree mail for this week comes comes to us at uh, like us on Facebook, everyone, at I disagree podcast. This one comes from Anonymous, please. This is an old one. This is a throwback mm. to something we were talking about in one of our previous episodes. I like it. We were talking about uh, probably some libertarian bullshit and <laughs> the Autobahn. <laughs> There's a 50% chance that is true. <laughs> yes. And the Autobahn came up in Germany, which is allegedly, so we thought, this road where you can just drive whatever speed. And I'm sure we were, I, I think we were talking about it in the context of like, maybe like harm reduction policy or just like the the like a good way to approach i don't i'm yeah, what was the context i don't know i'm pulling this out of my ass i don't need to do this either way the point <laughs> is we were wrong yeah, yeah the point is we were wrong um hi guys i was born and raised in germany the vast majority of the autobahn has speed limits hmm. it's also a very contested issue there with speed tourism that's so rad yeah so we were completely wrong and contributed to the issue for all that bought plane tickets, I, we're just yeah, we're we're just contributing to the problem because apparently, I guess that means that people are like, hey, they have no speed limit over there. Let's go over there and rent a car and just open it up on the freeway and see. And and they're doing that, and it's like, nope, there is a speed limit, jackass. Yeah, yeah. And which, they believe that because of people like us spreading that. I wonder what else out there is bullshit. Do you think Spain really takes naps every day? Oh God, no. Yeah, that's made up, right? People go over there and it's like, hey, fucking do something. Contribute to society. <laughs> right. Well, you think we really shut down our whole country in the middle of the <laughs> afternoon every day? Get out of here. I do actually think that is true, though. But, <laughs> but who Lazy knows? Lazy Europeans. Who knows? Yeah, what if Antarctica's like, we don't have ice. <laughs> we come here expecting ice. Get the- <laughs> Alaska's like... We have 12 hours of sun and 12 hours of night just like everywhere else. Where did you guys get the idea that it's dark for half the year? Exactly. And oh, then man. Sarah Palin comes out and is like, <laughs> I don't exist. Every, everything's false. <laughs> she was from Alaska, right? Yeah, yeah. She yeah, was the right? governor. That was the whole, uh, I could see Russia for my house mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, the sound bites we <laughs> have. <laughs> my God. Um, but anyways, that's... Thank you for correcting us. That's more just a correction than it is disagreeing on our arguments. I'm at, yeah, that's, that's more of a I correct mail. I correct mail. <laughs> I am actually, I, I'm a little bit disappointed. I'd rather not have learned that information because I liked having the idea in my head that there's a freeway out there where people are just wide open. Yes, that's somewhere freedom existed <laughs> in the way you desire. I, st- I believe in speed limits. I just like the idea that somebody else is fucking up. Do you? You do believe in speed limits? Yeah. As a libertarian? Yeah. Why? Because because for safety, you can't just have people on the freeway going 150. That's Same not safe. Same thing for drug le- legislation, or at least that's what they would say. The people that legislate it. No, because when you're when you're going 150 on the freeway, you're not just putting yourself at risk. You're putting other people at risk. You know, like drugs. If I want to go like smoke crack and do heroin, like that's that's putting myself at risk, and that's my personal choice. Okay. You know what I mean. But what if you're a parent and you do a bunch of drugs, and then your kids' lives are fucked? Oh. uh... I guess you think uh, that should be like criminal negligence, negligent I'm parenting. I'm just playing devil's advocate. I actually very much just believe in harm reduction and generally right. like legalizing everything and right. finding a way to deal with that. But for the sake of giving you shit. Sure. <laughs> I th- I don't know. I've never really thought of it that way before. I think uh, even if that were the case, I don't think it should be the drugs that were illegal. I think it should be what the drugs lead you to do to be like like i was saying another one is like well you know 
if you're robbing liquor stores to get money for crack mm-hmm. well robbing liquor stores should remain illegal mm-hmm. whether or not crack is legalized or not right you know so right. I, I guess like the same principle apply there but i haven't really i haven't really thought about it yeah so i don't want to take a hard stand on it but you know what actually i will if you have a kid yeah, smoke what is this crack podcast for? smoke crack thank you that's what i was waiting for <laughs> <laughs> smoke crack enter the homeless baby yes i love it three episodes ago with claire uh, or whatever that was yeah i i i do think that <laughs> what are you laughing at everything 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 yeah i don't know i do i do feel like uh i mean we really fuck up on drug policy that's for sure most most definitely yeah yeah but when you talk about public safety um yeah i we don't have to go into that as a whole uh, separate topic but yeah i do find that I do find that to be interesting, and it, you have you say you're a libertarian ish. I don't know. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. I feel like you need. Well, how do you feel about labels? Do you feel like you need a label? Do you feel like if you had a label and you could list out how you feel politically, you know, some more nuanced bullet points, I've, I've you heard- would want a label so you could like get together and advocate for what you actually want as a group. Um. Yeah, but I think if you if you really broke down people into like all their different opinions and like if there was a contradiction on any of your opinions, you were therefore in a different group. I think you would have three hundred thirty million political totally. parties. You know what I mean? Totally, I agree. But right now, like we have two. Right. Could we? And at they're least both absolute get three? trash. Can we at least mm-hmm. get three? Oh yeah, I'm 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 voting for uh I'm voting for Joe. You are? Oh yeah. Joe Biden. No, Joe Jorgensen. Get no! out of here. <laughs> Kick rocks. <laughs> Kick rocks. Yeah, I'm not going to be pigeonholed into voting for another straight white male. No, I'm voting for Joe Jorgensen. Okay. God damn it. Are you really? Yeah, of course. Because we're in California. You know, that was my stance. But after after the past week and a half watching the Democrats openly lie or just dodging the question about court packing, even if I lived in a swing state, I couldn't vote for them. Like, it's just It's just Steve. they're insulting the, the American Steve. people's intelligence. Steve. That is a fundamental radical change of, in, in the structure of our government that they won't answer the question on. It's a yes or no question so and they refuse to answer because it. Because they won't answer a yes or no question. Question. Of, of that would, of you, that fundamental nature, you yes. Would rather risk the possibility of Trump again. I, I I see no difference at this point. I think I Steve, think your, both of them are horrendous. False equivalencies. Come on. How's man. that a fault? They will not answer the question about fundamentally changing the structure of our government. Who fucking cares? They me. Can't, they can't influence. And that's the. This is the thing that's so like pull the hair out of my skull about all of this. Mm-hmm. It is so elementary in nature campaigning it is a 10 year old banging their fist on you know a fucking stack of textbooks and whatever shit they campaign on saying everyone gets free ice cream uh-huh. and it's like everyone gets hung up on the it's like well how do we get the ice cream what's a, what how do we how do we go, what suppliers will supply all of this ice cream it's like it's never gonna fucking happen this is literally an audition for how someone's brain works mm-hmm. and then you get you know support based off of their ideals you know what they would do if they could idealistically do whatever they wanted we all know they can't do that so getting hung up on shit like that but theoretically they could do that if, if joe the, biden joe biden can change court packing if, if single-handedly he, if, no i mean if if he has enough if 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 the democrats have enough 
control in Congress to, to pass the legislation. All he's got to do is sign it. Yeah. But we're talking about voting for a single presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. So the only reason or the only way that your argument would be valid is if we assume everybody's doing down ballot voting also. I, I'm pretty much making that assumption. I mean, I think the Democrats are going to run the table. I think they're going to pick up a bunch of Senate seats. I think they're going to control both houses, both houses of Congress and the presidency. Yeah, they are going to. But yeah. like, again, the real people that would make a difference in that argument would be our legislators, right? Right? What? Because to change the Constitution, it's that's all done with you know Senate and House stuff. Mm-hmm. The president. Well, it want to be it want to be a constitutional change if the because the, the the constitution doesn't say the number of justices it's supposed to be so we decided i think it started at seven thank you then they made it at nine i said that hoping i was right what that it's a constitutional uh, thing i'm hoping i'm right we should probably look it up but we're really fucking dumb you know that <laughs> we're just hanging out <laughs> we're God. just hanging out God. anyway point being uh-huh. point being you're saying because one candidate won't answer a question it's not just any question about a thing that they can't even make a difference on do you believe they could actually make a difference that one candidate joe biden yeah if he were the president he'd be the one signing the legislation sure but you would have to also have all of the support of the underlings right and and nobody in the democratic party will answer a straight yes or no question about a fundamental radical change to our, this isn't like not answering a question about are you going to raise or lower taxes yeah. this is way bigger than that pa- court packing we've had nine justices for like 150 years yeah i mean we talked about it a, a, a couple of weeks ago how crazy that would be if just okay every time a new president comes into power we add more justices like that is crazy and that completely delegitimizes one-third of our government and just turns it into another legislative branch so the issue okay i just want to say this really quick also because the federalist society this group of people that is churning out all of these conservative justices right Mm -hmm. you've you're you're familiar or at least like i've heard of them yeah so they were created for the purpose of doing or, or combating what you just said which is legislating from the bench Right. They like created themselves and they're like, we're going to turn out all these people that are originalists Mm -hmm. and they will refuse to legislate from the bench. Mm -hmm. I just have to say, whenever I hear what you just said and I think about the Federalist Society, they're so goddamn hypocritical. Can we please at least agree on that? They're saying they're churning out conservative justices that vote the same way every time and want to influence legislation obviously is, is that the case though is C- it a coinkadink that every fucking opinion they have winds up being conservative but that's what i'm saying i i don't think that that's the case i mean again roberts appointed by bush upheld obamacare like scalia like few up- and far between when you look at their records though I, I don't think that's the case originalist interpretations always favor conservative outcomes and i realize always is counter to what you just said (laughs) most of the time most of the time it's like it's like a dog whistle for conservative views i i i don't know if that's statistically the case i mean we'd have to look it up to see like how many like uh democrat democratic picks crossed uh party lines versus how many republican picks cross party lines but my understanding is is that the uh when the republicans put a justice on the bench it's like uh we don't really know this guy could turn out to be a i mean kennedy was the swing vote in so much stuff and he he was a republican right. appointee I, I i will have to agree 
yeah. and give you that. That there are definitely votes where it's like, oh, what? Yeah. Oh, you're actually a judge? Wow, right. what a surprise. <laughs> right. <laughs> you're actually like administering (laughs) (laughs) but to be fair to your argument what i just said is anecdotal like i'd I'd really need to look at some 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 stats on it same i think that goes for both of us and everything that we ever say here Uh, pretty much always yeah (laughs) you want to do a (laughs) warm-up yeah with that being said (laughs) all right let's get into the warm-ups so we're now at the warm-up segment of the podcast, and this is where you, the listener, can submit fun topics for us to riff and rap about. Um, if you are at the $5 tier or above at patreon.com slash I disagree podcast, you too can submit warm-up topics. And we got another, we got some hot ones coming in from, uh, from our loyal listener, Eric Mickelson, and he, uh, he poses this question. Do you have any favorite crazy roommate horror stories? Yes. I like Eric's topics because they're not posed as disagreeable questions, uh-huh. but inevitably we wind up disagreeing, <laughs> which is um, <clears throat> very appreciated. Thank mm-hmm. you, Eric. Yes, I do. Do you? Um, not so much horror stories, but I, I, I have some amusing anecdotes I could get to, but I, I know that you have a hot one. Yes. In college, my sophomore year, I had a roommate. We had, okay, so we lived in a suite with, like, suite is really just a grandiose way to describe what we lived in. It was definitely contracted by the same people that build prisons, and it was just concrete Uh walls. It was just literal concrete walls. This was a dorm? Yes. This was at UCSD. Okay. The walls were concrete, Steve. Oh, yeah. The floors were concrete. Yeah. Everything was concrete. I lived (laughs) in a game of four square, always. (laughs) It was just... Everywhere I looked, it was horrible. Uh, it was so not conducive to any sort of creative thinking. I felt like a fucking ant for my brain. That's not a good way to describe that. How about an uncle for your brain? Thank you. <laughs> Anyways, so we lived in this suite. No soul, right? Uh-huh. Soul is sweet. Soul is sweet. My best friends and I were so excited to live together again. We had lived with each other freshman year. We had an empty room, though, because one of our friends that lived with us previously lived off campus with her boyfriend the second year. And so we were like, shit, we have to find this room. I guess we'll just have to take a random, right? So the random comes in. Random turns out to be a drug dealer. At first, we were like... What kind of drugs? Sick. All of them. All of them, okay. Except for heroin. Okay. And meth. But Adderall, which is basically the same thing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. for so, sure. Yeah. In college, too. Oh, it's yeah. Like, so he was, a, he was a very popular student. Yes. If he was an Adderall she, dealer in she, college. She, she, she. They okay. wouldn't let co-eds, co-eds live together. Oh, That's yeah. Not what am I thinking? Okay, so, so her name, I will not say her name. She, I'm still terrified of her, honestly, to this day, because it was so fucking creepy what happened. But, like, she sold weed, molly, just like Adderall, fucking ecstasy, like every everything uh, that college kids were doing, basically she did. Yeah. And so again, at first we were like, "This is dope," you know, because she like gave us shit all the time. And I really just mostly smoked weed. We weren't like huge druggies or anything. Oh, right. also coke for sure. At a certain point, she's like a fucking big fish on a tiny island. This is UCSD. People call UCSD UC socially dead. It is like not a lot of shit going on. No, not a party school. So if you're a drug dealer at UCSD, you've got like a lot of clients because there's very few drug dealers there. So Mm -hmm. she has all these people constantly coming in and out of our dorm. It gets to a point where we like 
dude we're gonna get caught this is like really stupid mm-hmm. you know she writes on the concrete wall the concrete prison wall her burner phone line number all across just like ma- massive letters and she calls it the shady line she goes shady line and then writes her burner phone number and she thinks it's like funny or something wait she wrote it weird i don't understand on the wall the wall was concrete so she got chalk and she literally wrote her drug burner phone number like all on our apartment where you could see it if you were like an ra walking in and like you could see through the windows and so she had it there because she constantly was having people come in and out and she thought that it was like cute or funny or efficient or something to be like hey if you need drugs that's my number she like literally wrote her drug number on Mm -hmm. the wall and so it got to a point where we were just like hey we really wanted to be chill and it was cool when we could get like weed and shit from you all the time but like it's getting to a point where we have to tell someone you know and she was like no 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 it's cool i'll be chill i'll be chill we're like okay but like seriously this is getting really concerning one day she's smoking so much weed in her room the whole fire alarm for the entire apartment building goes off i'm talking hundreds of rooms uh-huh. like think of a grand hyatt yeah, that yeah. is like how big the fucking dorm is at ucsd wow the that's whole crazy fire alarm goes off because everybody smokes weed in their dorm room so yes. she must have been like she was torching the shit to make it go off yes so much weed okay so the fire alarm goes off we're all like what the fuck we didn't know it was coming from our room necessarily everybody leaves so what were you like in the common area or something yeah I, I don't know like our but you weren't in your room or whatever i was in my room yeah and the the fire alarm just goes off and she's in her room and it's like we can smell weed but again like you said everyone's always smoking weed so right. you really know what's going on so we we all just leave assuming that it's like someone else's problem or something and she leaves okay and then the fire alarm goes off and we're like wait is that coming from our room we're like trying to figure shit out you know and then we go back to the room and fran oh god i was about to say her name she when she left she took all of her drugs all of her drug paraphernalia her bongs her pipes like all of this shit and again all of her drugs that are like like coke you know not chill plants them in our other roommate's closet what yes we found out she does has she had done that because my roommate came back and opens up her closet and sees all this shit and she's like dude what the fuck is this she's like yeah i'm sorry man i just like panicked i like didn't know what was gonna happen and we're like yo this is okay like you're a psychopath yeah, yeah. we're like dealing with a psychopath and she's like fuck man like don't turn me in and we're like we have no other choice yeah we have no other choice and she's like oh fuck no i swear it won't happen again and so we're like okay we're terrified we go to the dean and we're like hey hypothetically let's say we were living with a drug dealer that we were also buying drugs from at some point and now we decided it's not chill and we Uh. actually need help what do you do in that situation and then the dean was like all right you guys have to understand that at this point you've given me so much information that i have to assume you're talking about yourselves yeah, yeah. and we're like okay fine and then they're like I like how you narked on yourself <laughs> we did, dude because we're so terrified like she's like moving a lot of drugs uh-huh. out of our apartment and and i bet the people that were coming in were oh they're shady. shady one of the things that was the tipping point was like some like 50 year old man came into our apartment and we're like who the fuck is this guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like oh this is my friend like mark or whatever and it's like get the fuck out of my door mark i have to 
study for my dance class uh-huh. <laughs> it's like get out of this shit and it was really it was just really messy and so what wound up happening was the dean was like okay i mean if she's dealing the drugs that you say she's doing we need the cops to monitor her and you guys have to kind of go along with it and so we had to become like undercover agents no that were way. Like, yeah and she was like guys i feel like i'm being spied on and we had to be like no, no you're man. not yeah no you're not fully knowing that she was okay she winds up getting tipped off by one of our mutual friends who also happened to be my ex-boyfriend, which just made the whole thing really fucking annoying because we were like, hey, guys, we know you buy drugs from this person. Stop doing that because... Was he your boyfriend at the time? No, no, no. Uh, was this before or after you guys dated? It was after. Okay, so yeah. this is a reprisal. Yes, okay. exactly. We're like, hey, seriously, please do us a solid and don't tip her off and just know she's about to be in like a lot of deep shit. Like, Don't hang out with her. Don't do this stuff. We try to do them a solid mm-hmm. and tell them that. Okay, she, th- they wind up tipping her off. She moves all of her shit, basically like. So y'all got snitched on for snitching. Yes, we got <laughs> snitched on for snitching. The double snitch. The double snitch. Okay, and at this point, we're so infuriated. We're like, dude, you've ruined our lives. Like, what the fuck, man? And uh-huh. she's, she's like, I don't know. I mean, at the end of the day, you just gotta survive. She was. She kept saying that. She said, "I gotta survive," and she also kept saying, "At the end of the day, it's about keeping my secret." She would say that over and over again, and we're like, "What secret? The drugs?" And she's like, "Nah, I can't tell you. It's all about keeping my secret." She was the most cryptic, what is, crazy motherfucker. What does that mean? I know. And so we're like, "Dude, you need to get the fuck out. I don't care like what's happening, how long the administration is taking to get you out. Like, get the fuck out of this apartment. You're insane. You uh-huh. know, like this is." This is crazy. And she, she's just like, she had done all these other really fucked up things that I won't go into detail on. And so. Give us a taste. Okay. Well, this is really sad. One of my roommates struggled with bulimia. Mm-hmm. And she tried to appeal to my friend through trying to relate to her, like, with this eating disorder and saying that, like, one of the reasons why she was a drug addict is because she also struggled with this eating disorder and stuff. And she tried to say, she just made up this really elaborate story for, like, one of the things that she did and how it was because she had an eating disorder she said it was it's honestly just psychopath shit it was like and then like my roommate found out that like she was lying about that whole thing and everything and it was just constantly she was just a manipulating like crazy person and i hate to say that because i know all of her shit probably comes from trauma point being the ultimate point (laughs) we were like get the fuck out I don't care, you know, how long it's taking the dorm life to, like, figure this out. You cannot stay here anymore. We were, like, afraid. So how incompetent incompetent was the dorm investigation? Exactly. So the dorm, so the the head RA or, like, the the person who oversees all of the, you know, residential advisors and stuff. She comes to us and says, if you intimidate her, the drug dealer, if you intimidate her, I will get you all kicked out of campus housing. And so we literally slept in the dorm with our, because she had like access to like weapons and stuff. Like she's big money drug dealer. Uh-huh. And we were what kind realizing of that increasingly. I mean, she was just like talking shit about like guns and like fucking, it was, it was just like, she was, whatever her line of like drug dealing was, it was intense. This is insanity. Yeah. Why was she staying in a dorm? Why didn't she have like a nice penthouse somewhere or i mean the dorms out. are expensive fucking uc yeah. <laughs> it's like not cheap i guess yeah. but she stayed there and we were threatened by our residential advisors for trying to get her out basically and it was like and that's i guess where 
I I'm curious like I know that you disagree with that shit because that's such an ultra liberal stance right like this this person in the RA office she was saying I know this person to be a problem person Mm -hmm. right because she was like she was in counseling and she was like working with these people on campus and everything yeah and she was like you're bullying her Oh, get the fuck out of here. She's, right? she's committing felonies right? in, in my apartment. We agree on this. Well, because that makes you liable, too. Like, yeah, you could be busted for felonies. Yeah. And also, it's just unsafe. You got like 50-year-old skis bags and, and drug addicts coming over at all times. No, get the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. That's insanity. And then we had nowhere else to sleep. Meanwhile, she's like saying her cryptic shit all the time and being fucking weird and like... I feel bad talking badly about her because, like, again, clearly she just has so many issues and stuff. But I at just, some point, people need to be responsible for their own actions, and also, it's like if it starts affecting other people too. Like, it's fine to have empathy, but you also you gotta look out for your own safety too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree, and I really thought that the school really failed us because, yeah. like, we were really legitimately scared, uh-huh. and it was kind of an example of like I think what happens when being like liberal or you know trying to you think that's what it was though you think that was why there's their their stance on it i think they were i think their stance was she is struggling obviously oh i see what you're saying and so you guys are intimidating her Mm -hmm. and because you're intimidating her it's making everything worse and you have no right to intimidate her and did the ra know about all the felonies that she was committing yes we told them everything like again at this point we were like half their bitches uh, being like mini undercovers uh-huh. and then half the perpetrators apparently because we were bullying her so was there no communication between the right? dean and the ra right we told her her name was debbie we were like debbie please <laughs> listen to Wait, what is debbie, happening the RA or the dean debbie is the one debbie is like the ra leader she okay. she was the one that was like I am protecting this person from you monsters. Uh-huh. And then the dean was just kind of like, all right, you guys are all fucking crazy and you're definitely going to get probation over this, but we'll wait it out until we can coordinate with the cops enough to like raid her shit basically. Uh-huh. And yeah, like when everything shit hit the fan, there was a whole raid planned of her room and we were like, we know all of her shit is in there and stuff. Yeah. And that's when my ex-boyfriend tipped her off and she removed all of her shit, got the fuck out of the apartment, and never faced, like, any consequence. Well, she got out of the apartment there, right? She did. But did she, did she come back? No. Oh, okay. Well, problem solved. Yeah, I guess I so. I guess, you know. And then we all got probation. Oh, what'd you do? We admitted that we took drugs from her. All oh, these motherfuckers. I know. And they threatened us. And they were like, if you guys threaten her, it's just, the whole thing was, honestly, kids don't do drugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's basically it because i mean I, before when it you're, was not when, worth it for the weed it was like weed brownies dude i'm not taking coke i'm not taking adderall it was like weed right and then we got all wrapped up in this shit but we were such fucking prudes we were like oh we took her weed right, and we right. were like god we're all afraid and like admitting shit but yeah i guess we yeah we agree on this obviously but sometimes you can go too far i think with sort of making excuses for someone and like not protecting the actual victims of a situation yeah absolutely yeah yeah at at first i thought you you would think i would disagree just because i think drugs should be legal um oh well yeah i mean (laughs) i disagree with that personally also you know i hated that we were fucking narcs right that was horrible but ratting on like snitching on someone do you know how afraid we had to be to like snitch on someone like that 
it was not like you didn't give her fair warning we gave her so much warning yeah. and she just kept doing that shit i mean if you're just gonna blatantly disrespect our, our safety and our legal status and our educational status at the school after multiple warnings it's like fuck you we've tried everything exactly that's how we felt yeah. about it because i think drugs should be legal but as long as yeah. they're not legal right that's a felony in your you know like right well and it's also like outside of them being legal or not legal there are rules when you live in another person's housing exactly and yeah. the rules are you can't do sell cons- you can't do it here you know and so we were like very much i guess on on uh like understand you know, at a certain point you just have to accept the rules as much as i fucking hate that yeah. you just have to yeah and she like refused to you know what's also terrifying what's that guess what her side job was outside of being a student and a drug dealer wait 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 let me uh, uh, something on campus a that, nanny i was gonna say something on campus or with kids she's a fucking nanny jesus christ i know what was her major did she actually go to I class during don't the day? remember i don't remember she's smart she's really fucking smart yeah truly like well, she built a drug profile empire. of a psychopath yeah <laughs> she's really fucking smart too wow. she's out there yeah, I don't have any stories like that. That's amazing. Yeah, <laughs> that was a long one. Thanks, that's, for, that's a good thanks one. for sticking in. <laughs> well, yeah. but what's but what's what's your story? Oh, nothing. Just me and my roommates playing p- pranks on each other and like you know, because I got it because when I lived in Hawaii, I had uh, my buddy Joel. We we shared a place, and this is not nearly as good as your story. This is just about like trolling each other by like taking big old Jaeger dumps and then not flushing and then leaving oh the my house. god <laughs> not flushing that's yeah. it and then just leaving you call that a prank yeah. well, that's the laziest prank i've ever heard of no <laughs> mental energy went into that whatsoever oh my god well, I, I ashton kutcher's <laughs> rolling over in his grave that he's not in yet there's another note because th- th- this dude drank so much that he you know he'd, he'd wake up and he'd just have cotton mouth and he'd just sure. go in the fridge and chug 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 Jager. was there, right there and he and well <laughs> no like whatever's <laughs> in the fridge so yeah. he'd always like drink my, my gatorades and stuff oh. or whatever I had in there so one day i had a gatorade in there and i opened it up and I just put a big old ball of wasabi in it and stirred Ooh. it up real quick and waited for him to get up the next day all hung over and drink it and he took one sip and just looked at me and then poured it out and went back to his okay. room to sleep that's not nearly as good as your story no no, no no wait but this is this is a good one also okay agree or disagree when you're living with roommates it's acceptable to like sometimes take their shit out of the fridge i mean you know you, know, you can have a little snack you know. a little snack <laughs> it's a little taste so know? what's what's your opinion do you think like so much as it's like not discernible it's tough to say. Yeah, where do you, where do you draw the line on what you're allowed to do? like? What's community and what's not? Yeah, you know? I mean, because I do hate when people just you open a fridge and everything's labeled and shit with somebody's name on. It. It's like, all right, you fucking Stalin, get Ima- out of here. Imagine like, the household they grew up in that like that's what they do. Yeah. But then again, <laughs> maybe they just had like 19 siblings and that's what you had to do. I don't yeah. know. But either way, I'm taking a bite. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, totally. I do have one hard rule though. One hard fucking rule: you cannot get the last goddamn beer. Of course. If there's a if six it's pack yours. in there, yeah. Right. Yeah, if there's a six pack in there, fucking crap, crap. I agree. Whatever. I agree. That's like, who the fuck do you think yeah, you, you are? You took the last year, <laughs> you fucking psycho. Especially in college. You're Y'all. like, this is my identity. Yeah. <laughs> you just, this is identity theft. <laughs> you just right. took my fucking, my last beer. That's, I, I had a, yeah, I feel like 
it's so you do learn so much about a person though based on their their views on like sharing food and shit when people think about things very transactionally i kind of like i judge them not in a bad way but i judge them and just making an assessment on like how their brain works and how they think like interaction with, the, with like other humans work mm-hmm. you know now that i think about it when one of my when i was when i was staying at the dorms in college one of the roommates i had like wouldn't let me use his wouldn't let me use his plates interesting like, <laughs> plates so are you telling me we, we, we have we have a set of like plates and glassware already here that you brought and you have plenty but if i want to eat something i have to go to fucking walmart and get my own plateware mm-hmm. like i'm gonna wash your shit i understand like hey wash shit but be responsible i can't use your fucking plates and silverware yeah so i gotta go buy so we, now we just have way more plateware and silverware than we need in this house because every single person here has to have their own You're yeah a psycho that's absurd yeah that's absolutely <laughs> absurd i agree yeah. that's insane <laughs> right so wow fuck that guy let's let's find something we disagree on that you shouldn't be able to share as roommates condoms okay what yeah unused? you're right you should be able to share them yeah what the fuck no i meant used oh sure of course <laughs> you did. but unused also yes right oh yeah that's serious. that's bro code yeah, yeah, okay. you sure you're, yeah what about okay what about shampoo conditioner shit in the shower i mean who's gonna know right take a little take well, a that's little the dab. problem yeah, that's yeah. the classic free what is it the free rider problem uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's a classic issue let's i'm trying to think okay what's what's a, have you ever like used something of your roommates and then they'll be like what the fuck dude and you're like oh i thought that was fine Hmm. their last beer <laughs> <laughs> yeah i all my examples are alcohol related as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> like huh i just called myself out there i made i made a big stand about don't drink the last beer but oh, i've done it yeah i've done it i feel like in college everything is so disgusting anyways to actually try to have any sort of standard it's yeah. just like what are you doing for sure come here we're come here come on <laughs> come here <laughs> It's a very nurturing thing to say. What about like pants? That's weird. I've seen, pe- I've had people like wear my clothes before. That's weird. Yeah, I mean, it didn't weird me out personally. Well, that's different with girls, right? I was, gu- I was gonna say, I think, yeah, that is kind of like a, a different, which is stupid. Why would that be gendered? Mm. Guys are like, don't get your gay skin all over me, gay person. <laughs> it's always about being gay. <laughs> They're so terrified of having any sort of touch with another man. It's like, Jesus Christ. Wait, your get penis also touched the same <laughs> yeah. piece of fabric that my penis touched? Mm-hmm. Mm. Gotta go to church. That's a great example. Towels. Mm. How do you feel about if, if someone like just shared your towel without asking? I feel like that's pretty common. Do I don't you? know, but I, I've, I've lived with complete degenerates. I was going to say... Yeah. Knowing what I know now about the world and mostly genitals, yeah. I will never share a towel with a sh- like right. and, and like unless it's someone that is myself or is actively sharing my genital space. I will <laughs> never. I, I love that sentence. What I know about the world and genitals. <laughs> <laughs> On the same level, I I will never. Ah, God. You got another one you want to read? I do have another one that I want to read. Yes, I think it's a really good one and honestly could be a main event topic. And part of me wants to like maybe even save it in, as a teaser for next week. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Because I also want to get to our main event. Uh, uh, it's 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 a good one. So let's save that warm up and get into uh, the main event. All right, everybody. For today's main event, I kind of wanted to talk about... <clears throat> not kind of 
definitely. Mm. I definitely wanted to talk about something that I experienced this last week. I was traveling up in the Pacific Northwest because my family wants to move there very quickly. So we were up there, honestly, scoping out neighborhoods to live in Seattle and Mm -hmm. Portland. Mm. And Steve, I know those are two of your favorite cities. (laughs) I've never been to Portland. (laughs) I've never been to Portland. I've been to Seattle once, and it's a really cool city. But it's it's just like I couldn't imagine. Yeah, you couldn't imagine what like living there because i mean the the two days i was there i was in a cool neighborhood and i was doing like business related stuff and then at night you know it was a cool neighborhood of bars and stuff to go to mm-hmm. but like just like seeing what's going like if you're in the wrong neighborhood who knows if antifa is going to take over you know like yes i like how you say it antifa <laughs> <What is it? laughs> i don't know i've never oh it's antifa right i've heard I it, i've heard it both who ways who cares yeah. right yeah antifa antifa sounds way better yeah, i like it i yeah so what i wanted to talk about for the main event this week was this i am a very democratically socialistic thinking person Mm -hmm. in seattle the semi-autonomous zone was set up chaz Mm -hmm. it was capitol hill which is what i found out on this trip it's kind of like the hipster area of Seattle. If you can yeah. even, yeah. <laughs> so all of Seattle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's basically like saying the the most, the regressive area of Disneyland as an adult. <laughs> but yeah, so it's like you go to Capitol Hill and what I saw was just a regular street of bars that were really hip and really cool. And I saw, you know, occasional tags that said ACAB, right? All mm-hmm. cops are bastards or all right. cops are bad. And, and I, I saw, like, tagging that was clearly from the protests. There were, like, news. You know the little newspaper baby kiosks? They're yeah. not higher than hip height, right? Yeah. Those were, like, bashed in on the streets, mm-hmm. which to me just seems unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> also... Also, probably like you spent way too much time on it because they're not even like easily shatterable glass. It's like the plexiglass. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Really, you really gotta like. like you really gotta be mad. <laughs> yeah, at the you news. gotta do at least like ten <laughs> swings at that. That's just inefficient at that right. point, as as a uh, whatever you are. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I think, um, to me, what was the most interesting about this trip and what I want to talk about is I talked to the locals, saying, "Hey, what's your opinion on living here?" I didn't say anything about the protests. Mm-hmm at all you just phrased it completely neutral yes i said they actually they said what brings you here and i said we're thinking about moving here like as a family mm-hmm. you know um what what do you well specifically my mom and my sister so like what do you have to you know say about that i guess three separate people three out of three hundred percent batting average mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah, yeah. thank you batting a thousand yeah. <laughs> yes all three of them said immediately we have lost this city to like the protests the cops have completely lost control of this place Mm -hmm. people are moving they're leaving Mm -hmm. it's scary one of the bartenders that i talked to was like he literally lowered his voice and was like i have to be careful about what i say because like last week they like overturned my dumpsters in the back and like wrote some shit you know that insinuated that i wasn't like down with them enough right and they all were like it sucks basically yeah and they all were like i'm liberal Uh i'm very liberal one of them was like i was marching with them one guy that i talked to this was this would have been the fourth guy actually 
he was working in a shop on uh like right around the corner from pike place market the place where they throw the fish mm-hmm. you like seen that thing okay so right around the corner from there he was like i work here you know i'm very much aligned with their politics and their messaging and what they're saying i was marching with them and stuff but they came and they looted and like like crashed the windows of this store three separate times mm-hmm. and he was like it's really hard for me you know like i don't know what i'm supposed to think because I believe in finding, you know, the right solution to what's going on and, like, defunding police and all of these things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're just terrorizing the city, honestly. Right. And so I guess, like, for me, I have to say to you, Steve, even though you had nothing personally <laughs> to do with this, like, I see the point after talking to them, I guess, uh-huh. a little bit about, like, what it looks like when a city goes too far trying to pander yeah. to what is honestly a disorganized left yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Because I don't think you can, like, judge that entire group of people. They're not a monolith. It's not the same exact, you know, kind of person. Right. A lot of the people are honestly maybe infiltrating the group, definitely infiltrating the group. Right. But yeah, basically it was just really interesting to just like be in a liberal city that I think is really cool and then hear from the locals that it's like gone to shit and that the police have lost control. Right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just thought we should talk about that. Wait, now uh, you might get some hate mail this week. This is exciting. Yeah. Because you just agreed <laughs> with Steve. I know. Whoa. I did. I did. It's terrifying. Well, I mean, that, that that's, that's the thing about it because... I mean, of course, I mean, it's a liberal city. Everybody there is liberal, but which is fine, you know, and I, I agree with a lot of liberal shit. But the, like the problem is if there if there's no like if if the municipal government is just going to have such a hands off approach and be like, hey, they said woke things. Therefore, we have to allow complete anarchy. Well, then, yeah, people are going to flee your city. Of course, any I don't care how how liberal or what your voting record is like if, if you're business and your livelihood is not being protected by the city that you're paying taxes to of course you're gonna get the fuck out that's Mm -hmm. completely ridiculous that's not a civilized society Mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah i guess i think like what was most interesting to me is thinking about what a representative is to do in that situation when you have such a liberal population they want to do the right thing but the group of people that are trying to do the right thing, you know, via these protests, effectively wind up scaring the people that live there mm-hmm. and then, like, losing... I One of the bartenders that I was talking to said that rent is going down now because <laughs> so many people are leaving mm-hmm. because they don't want to deal with the bullshit. They're leaving to go live in more, like, out-in-the-boonies kind of towns and mm-hmm. stuff because Seattle is just not at all what it what it was like even a few months ago Um, you went to portland too right i did go to portland yeah how's that um i my mom sorry mom (laughs) she and my sister she's a patron yes (laughs) i know bite the hand that feeds me literally (laughs) from the teat even (laughs) but she she said (laughs) we went into portland for like five minutes by car and it was just super rundown looking, and there was just clearly a massive drug problem. Uh-huh. Massive. And she was like, this place fucking sucks. Let's leave. Mm-hmm. And we went in there with the intention of scoping it out as potentially a place so to live. you guys didn't even get out the car. We literally did not even get out of the car. Wow. That's how much my mom and sister were like, fuck this place. Where were you, downtown? We were downtown, yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. 
that's apparently that's where all the lunacy most of the lunacy is happening is downtown like i, I hear like the the neighborhoods and stuff yeah in portland are really cool and hip it's but. i think i mean i definitely believe that my mom and sister were like preemptively judging the place and it was also in comparison to seattle which we were really happy with and like as tourists in seattle you could not see the effects that mm-hmm. everybody was talking about when we actually got into the conversation about the protests and everything right uh, but in portland it was just like immediately clear it was just it was just bad yeah you know but i can't say actually i can't even attribute that to the protests honestly i do think that it kind of results in like ultra liberal policies that don't have the counter policy that lifts the community up to a better place mm-hmm. instead of maybe just giving people, you know, their like methadone right. and then just letting them go on. Also, I think these cities have a problem where people are getting bussed into them. That was another thing that was like super clear. Like it's such a high concentration of drug addicted people experiencing homelessness in that mm-hmm. city uh that it's it's obvious that people must be getting bust there you know but then the city just i imagine allows it yeah kind of because that's that like permissive bullshit that like san francisco does too it's like oh it it it, they consider that compassionate to allow people to to just be on the streets and be drug addicted lunatics like that's compassionate and if you point it out or you say hey this is fucked up do something oh you're an asshole what mm-hmm. are you a republican mm-hmm. no i want the streets to be safe and clean right you know what i mean right and that's where i guess this main event kind of becomes a confession almost <laughs> is that the people that were saying that what you just said uh-huh. are also liberal right yeah they're, they're not they're not conservative right they're people that want to feel safe living in their neighborhood and feel like you know their community is one that's their own yeah and fuck I mean, like what do you do because like i disagree with you on you know I, I do think methadone clinics is like a good policy position did i comment on methadone clinics uh i mean in san francisco like giving them their drugs and then just letting them go back out into the streets well th- that's it's the second part that i got the problem yeah. with yeah absolutely give people drug treatment right yeah but right but then <laughs> it's just like, give them free drugs and be like here here's some safer yeah. free drugs other than straight heroin take this slightly less toxic drug and get back out there and cause problems here like that's yeah. that's crazy yeah and then it makes me wonder like how how much does a governor or like a mayor owe to the ideology of the people in their biggest city honestly Mm. is kind of like what it comes down to and because i can only imagine like they're afraid of the liberal voting population Mm -hmm. i imagine but then the liberal voting population you know those are the people that are telling me like this is fucked up Right. So do you think it just takes time to like sort itself out? I wonder I really don't know. I wonder how much that is just based on like the crazy people are just the loudest voices and they're the most active on Twitter and they're the ones and they're making the politicians think that the entire city is okay with complete lawlessness and chaos when really most of the cities is like no, we just want police reform and and shit to be right and we're still liberals right. but you know, can you do something like about the, the people smashing my goddamn store. windows? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> so I don't know. So either, either the politicians are complete fool. Well, why, why? Of course the politicians are complete fools. <laughs> Speaking of which, 
<laughs> have you seen the the mayoral candidate for Portland? I think I talked about this earlier off yeah. the pod, but so Ted Wheeler is the current. Is that right? Ted Wheeler is the current mayor of of uh, Portland, and he's super woke, super defund the police, super saying all the things that they want him to say, and he's still not woke enough for him. So now, like the leading mayoral candidate for Portland is an open communist who had a campaign rally last week was wearing a dress that had pictures of Mao, Stalin, and Che on it. Mm-hmm. And she's up by like 20 points. That's going to be the next mayor of Portland. Mm-hmm. Like that city's fucked. <laughs> it is so interesting. It really sucks because I disagree. I don't think it means the city is fucked. Well, you're more optimistic, sure. Yeah, but it it does really present like an issue for, for people that are super left. Yeah. Because it's like... There's such a disconnect between the ideology and the execution, really, Mm -hmm. is what it comes down to. And I think that that's because... Please indulge me for the next few seconds. Sure. The framework of capitalism forces cities to operate within that framework. And it's pretty incompatible to try to integrate the ideology of someone that's super left into, you know, this, like federal society like we're still we're still a part of a country we're still Mm -hmm. we're still a nation state that has a certain set of ideals that they're constantly at war with you Mm -hmm. know which is like for example um just the state of big pharma for example which plays a huge role in like the opiate crisis you know which plays a huge role in like everybody on the streets and everything and and trying trying to create policy that's compatible with the hardships that our nation presents to its people because of its corporate greed honestly i fear is like an impossible task well i mean that's like not, do that's these states need to like secede to actually have a successful experiment in democratic socialism well, is it even possible to like function how is how is how is capitalism the result of like nearly exclusively far left cities experiencing this problem though like that's just not that's just not happening in san diego a moderate city you know it's it's not happening in fort worth or it's it appears to be mainly a west coast thing really like san francisco and and portland and and or seattle are just fucking trash and like the left or the right clearly has a problem with the 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 radicals on their side you know the 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 far right proud boys and all those weirdos you know and they have to get that under control violent violently racist sure but i mean the 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 radicals on the left are violent too you know and no yes no yes steve people are being murdered people got murdered in chaz Steve got shot let's come on you know we don't have to go down this rabbit hole of tallying up the amount of people that were have been murdered by men that identify as white supremacists versus ultra liberal people I, I mean i don't i don't have the stats but i mean parkland that kid was taking basically like kkk classes essentially rolling with that crew which one was parkland parkland was in florida that was like the massive the whole march for our lives that was all like spurred after parkland it was in i think it was valentine's day like around then Uh that was just like he was a kid he didn't get killed he wound up going through trial and everything but he was like radicalized come on 
there's there's radicals on the both. FBI. There's, no, there's not radicals yes, there, on both it, sides, Steve. Tell me what happened. On. Tell tell me about the people Steve. that got murdered in Chaz when they let Steve. radicals take over six How city many blocks. People? Three. Okay, three horrible, sad. I don't know the context of their murders. First off, we do know the context of the murders of these mass shooters. Mm-hmm. Come on. So you were talking about mass shooters. Yeah. Okay. Domestic terrorists. Okay. They're white nationalists. Okay. Sure. I'm, sh- I'm sure there's... there's Dylan there- Roof. Yeah. Fucking... Yeah, absolutely. All these yeah. people. Name a left person that has killed more than one person because of their ideology. Hmm. I'm sure I could find one. Mm. But either way. Either the way, right the- is worse. I can't let you make the equivalency. What city has the right taken over, though, and, and let descend into complete anarchy and chaos? I don't know if it's complete anarchy and chaos. Ask ask the bartenders. <laughs> ask the bartenders. <laughs> yes, the cities we're talking about, Portland and Seattle. Right. Yeah. Anyway, the, the, the point is there's, there's fucking radicals on, on both sides, and both sides need to take care of their, their, their far-right or far-left extremists. The problem is that the left controls all the big cities, and so... That, you're dealing with far left extremists taking over these cities. You know the, the Republicans and the the conservatives they don't they get they get the suburbs and rural areas. Yeah. R- r- rural. 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 Yeah. I I see what you're saying. I I just like. I mean. And it's not fair to the normal fucking progressive people that live there, you know? And I don't yeah. I don't really feel like their voice is really being heard. No, I don't think so either. And I think that it's kind and of And I like, think they're scared to speak out, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because even, even the guy that you said is like, I got to keep my voice yeah, down. Like, he, that's crazy. Yeah, he literally was like, I'm not trying to be dramatic. I actually have to, like, keep this on the lowdown, yeah. kind of. You know? Like, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy, but also... I really, 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 the last thing I want you to do is take this information and run with it and then try to make some equivalency between that sort of intensity and the shit that happens on the right, you know? Because well, the right doesn't have any cities. Like, they're, 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 yeah, they're just insidiously on chat forums just jerking <laughs> off eating. Yeah, I'm not making the claim that if the right controlled a major city that you wouldn't have a problem with fucking potentially neo-nazis or whatever taking over city blocks just the fact is the right doesn't control cities i'm not saying that they're incapable of it right well i mean the real the real issue that gets glossed over here is that the cities aren't making the actual reform that will make the people stop protesting these people aren't protesting because they want to protest you know i mean obviously that's part of it just i bet that's a lot of it especially in the pacific Northwest. sure sure sure. i mean i think so too it's it's a lot of cosplay I don't I don't know if it's necessarily cosplay, but it's like it's definitely a part of the identity there. Yeah, yeah. 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 But like at the same time, their police departments are still notoriously bad at dealing with certain populations over others. That's a very real thing that's statistically verifiable. It's like they haven't fixed their racism issue within these institutions. And so the protests continue, albeit you know, as effective or like aligned they are with the people that support the movements. Mm-hmm. It's like they're not fixing the problem. It seems like the cities are trying to placate those populations by doing things like not doing anything. Right. Kind of. Yeah. And then they also don't fix the problems. Right. So to me, when I was there after talking to the people that live there and 
you know kind of like witnessing the stuff more so in portland than in seattle it was just like these are kind of lawmakers that are like i'm gonna say that i'm really liberal right. and i'm gonna like not not punish them or whatever because uh-huh. then i seem more liberal but then i'm actually not going to do anything to R- solve the real problem right well I, I, I believe in seattle the only reason like uh chaz finally finally took back their city is because the protesters went to the mayor's house and started harassing the mayor's house mm-hmm. so oh if it's on my doorstep no 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 yeah. yeah i also feel like it was correlated with someone dying too yeah probably yeah yeah because then it's like all right well this is too maybe far it was, maybe it was portland where they showed up at the mayor's house i can't remember i don't remember that's a tactic that's being used all around and that's yeah i'm so again you need to get the fuck out of people's fucking houses i disagree <laughs> like, i disagree you are a representative of the people if you're not doing your shit fucking good luck sleeping dude well they're not just going up to representatives houses they're just storming through suburban neighborhoods and, and getting on bullhorns and harassing people and they're and they're 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 doing it like when people like outside eating at a cafe you gotta to, crack some eggs fuck your brunch all right, that's fine but understand you're going to come across somebody one day that's a concealed carry permit, has a concealed carry permit, and you're going to get fucked up. They don't deserve that. Someone that's like, I can't enjoy my orange juice. No, no, no. Getting in people's face and physically threatening them. They and, don't. And surrounding, I've seen the videos. I've Jeez. seen the videos. I've seen the videos. Sure, I can say that too. I've seen the videos. That, and that's the thing. There's, there's, <laughs> there, there's, vi- there's a million videos out there to back up everybody's fucking anecdote. Yeah, which is why when you make the moral equivalency arguments, you know, it's like you can point to some video and I guess I could point to some video, too. But fuck, I wish I wish we like lived in Iron Man times Uh and you could just pull up whatever you wanted with my fingers right here immediately and it was well, exactly the statistics I, I needed to prove you wrong i guess going back to them i'm it's not a moral equivalence equivalency though because like okay so say uh s- some uh some kkk guy like dylan roof does a mass shooting right everybody agrees that's terrible and he gets arrested and thrown in prison forever uh-huh. you know what i'm saying but when radical leftists are doing their crazy shit people are just like oh, they well, don't they mass have- murder <laughs> steve they don't mass murder okay though. they do it one at a time fine one but- at a time yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> think of any high profile we have trump as president mm-hmm. you think if these murders of right rightists were happening we wouldn't hear about them constantly well i mean s- several several uh people have been murdered by I just Antifa. Need, I just need you to know. Like it's it's on video. Like the guy got shot in uh where was it? Last week. The uh, the security guard for the thing. Neo Nazis are also shooting protesters too. Yeah, though. and everybody agrees that's horrible. And driving through crowds. Right, and everybody and agree- murdering people. Everybody across the board agrees totally. that's horrible. And I agree it's horrible that anybody is murdering anyone. Right. I agree. Yeah. So like no nobody's like oh you know you gotta understand where they're coming from when they go when they when the, the KKK goes out there and does crazy shit no they're universally condemned and everybody understands that they're shitheads but they but, don't I don't think everybody understands that they're shitheads I mean <laughs> I think people think because and honestly I have to say this because you were like sure march to your cities or whatever but when some some person with a concealed carried weapon you know it does their thing right it's like it seems like you were insinuating don't not expect that to happen don't not expect that to happen yet especially you're and i'm not even saying whether that's right or wrong i'm just saying like you right. fuck around find out like you're Only gonna fuck with the wrong person yeah but the wrong person is a complete insane person maybe 
Steve. Maybe. We're talking about hypotheticals that haven't happened yet. Uh, yes. Yeah, that's true. I guess your, your conception of a concealed carry hero that's trying to shoot up the, the liberals marching to the mayor's house. You think. No, but I'm saying if, 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 if you walk up on somebody's fucking property and you're, you're physically threatening them oh, and shit. Like, you're yo, okay, you're on my property. Okay, you're saying once they get to the property. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking about people marching down the street. Okay, yeah. I thought you were talking about some person that was also at Coco's Diner and was like, I have an issue with this, <laughs> and patio seating, right. and pulled out their gun. Well, there, like, I mean, there, there you're are... You're not getting to my mayor's th- house. There are, okay. there are videos of people, like, physically confronting people, like, outside at patios and, like, surrounding them and getting in their face and screaming and... You, you don't know which direction that's going right. to go. Like, that could... That could and, I mean, it's complete mayhem. Yeah, exactly. It's all complete fucking yeah. mayhem. Yeah. Fuck. Need more law enforcement. <laughs> I disagree. I know, I know. I'm trolling. Do you disagree or do you no, actually I th- agree I think, with that? I think we need law enforcement. I think cities like Portland and Seattle clearly need law enforcement. But again, it's like... Because they've effectively defunded the police if, they're, if they have a police force and they're telling them you can't intervene with people doing this crazy shit i mean shit. they're still murdering people so clearly not you know what in seattle yeah there's like really really horrible stories that have happened in every major city every city everywhere but like it's it's not like their track record is like good no no i i mean i mean like within the past oh yeah since all the fucking chaz and all i couldn't that tell you yeah. but i i could imagine yes if anything they're probably going more because how how pd seems to work is you know the, the like the quota system is very real mm-hmm. hitting your numbers on how many people you're like arresting how many citations you're writing and stuff 1000 percent, that is like a very real thing because cities build into their budget the revenue from these operations yeah so if they retreat from the cities to let them take it over and protest, they're just going to go into other neighborhoods. Right. And it's always going to affect people of color more. Yeah, that's I don't feel like that's a, that's a police finance issue. It's more like a police policy issue because the, the police just follow the policy. So change the policy. I you know, don't give them a quota. I partially agree. You know what I mean? I completely agree with that. Don't give them a quota. Yeah. But also eradicate the racist police officers yeah. that on their own are choosing to fuck with people in certain communities. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can agree on that. Yeah. Meh. Ah. <laughs> Does it, <laughs> is it painful? <laughs> Meh. Well, I guess we both had to make some concessions this episode. So. Yeah. Well, you got a huge win in me shitting on Seattle and Portland. Mm. It is just a shame because it's like, fuck, dude. I mean... I'm not saying the solution is to bring law enforcement and that's where we disagree. Mm -hmm. But definitely we can agree that it's shitty that a city has like lost itself basically. And that the people that inhabit that city, you know, it's like, it's not even about what you're fighting for at that point. Yeah. It's the fact that you're fighting for it in a way that is like, I don't even want to put it on the protesters. Like whatever's happening though is making it so people are, that they have to leave. Yeah. Because, like, they don't feel represented or, like, safe or whatever. And it is an actual issue of safety. Like, these people are saying their shit's getting fucked up. Mm-hmm. It's not like people are, like, just saying these right, people are just being or whatever. Rude. Yeah. They're busting things in. It's like, yeah. like, they actually feel scared. And I think for me, that's what was eye-opening was to hear liberal, like, not, not like neoliberals, like, radically left people uh-huh. be like, 
this is fucked up. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, that was very sobering for me to hear. Yeah. Hmm. And I can only, I guess, believe them at their word. I'm sh- I am I would love to hear if people have, like, other opinions on this. Oh, you think they might not have been really... Li- I'm pretty sure they're liberal, just the... the the de- demographic yeah. of those cities. I, don't, I think. Right. I think the last time uh, somebody with conservative opinions was in Seattle was the last time I visited. <laughs> oh my God. No, there's definitely a conservative. We drove around all these neighborhoods. It's a rich ass city. Well, with, within the city limits or outside Very, of it? everything on Seattle's because I bet the suburbs have, probably have some Republicans. Yeah, but. well, it's kind of incredible because like all of these massively different neighborhoods are all within twenty minutes of like the city center. It's really fucking cool. But mm-hmm. like, yeah, a lot. It's expensive as fuck to live there. It's like Amazon Central. There's like right. money. There's money everywhere. Yeah, it's Amazon and Boeing and just tons. Yeah, of, yeah, exactly. It's just it's very white. Also, mm-hmm. oh, it's super white. Super fucking white. Yeah. And it's incredibly, incredibly wealthy. So with that comes a bunch of conservatives too. I don't think that's the case. But I, I, I think I mean, you've I heard the term limousine liberals. Like, yes. if you go to Hollywood, sure. is anybody more rich than the folks living in in Hollywood and? Maybe maybe Vince Vaughn votes Republican. That might be it. Does he? I think so. God, I hate that that checks out. <laughs> Fuck! I always thought it was a character. God damn it, Vince! I, I, I might be wrong. I think I, I think I read that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, Adam Sandler is a Republican. Is he? He is. Huh. And then he always talks about family values, and it's like, come on, Adam. When is he, really? He 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 says serious things. I mean, I feel like I thought everything he's the message with. behind all of his fart-driven movies uh, is actually very wholesome. Are you telling <laughs> me there's subtext it. to Adam Sandler movies? Yes, that is. Get out of here. That is exactly Get what out I'm of here. saying. That is exactly what I'm saying. Click. Have you ever seen Click uh-uh. with Christopher Walken when he gets the remote and he's able to like pause and you know use a remote to control his life? And it's like all about his journey from being an epic douchebag to being a family man. The arc of his stories are always about like being a good family man and stuff. Huh. But then he fucking votes Republican. And it's like, what the hell are you doing? Hmm. I didn't know that. Well, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I think both if you're voting Republican or Democrat at this point, it's like, what are you doing? They're all clowns. Steve. I like Ben Sass. S-T-F-U. He's a good egg. You. <laughs> STFU. Do you know what that means? Shut the fuck up. Yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> I D W. I was gonna say I was gonna say it in real words, and I thought that was too harsh, so I said it with letters, <laughs> and then asked you if you knew what it meant. Which is he? Oh God, he's dropped. Everything's falling. We're good. Um, I, I think. No. No, they're they're all clowns. Steve. They're all clowns. Again with the equivalency. The, yeah they're clowns it's not equivalent well, if, if you if you want to say one side is even more clownish okay fine one is way more clownish maybe. and horrifying maybe and as such they need to be gone i, I think they should all be gone i think sure. in, any incumbent sure. needs to be voted out of office immediately sure but can we agree on prioritizing in terms of what who we vote out first well that i mean that's not how it works you don't get to vote on every congressman and senator in the country you can only do what's in your district joe so just vote for vote against any incumbent regardless of party oh my god but all the except for ben sass are, i like ben sass that that argument doesn't even make any sense vote against incumbent okay what vote against incumbents and for the people coming in who are also just part of political parties yeah may, maybe they'll do better maybe okay so then 
I mean, probably not. So Trump but is the we already incumbent. Know. Yeah, so you're get him out. So you're voting against Trump because get him out. he's the incumbent. You know what? I'll take it. <laughs> I'll get him out. Oh, I'll take don't it. don't take any of this as like I've come around on Trump at all. Like every day, I I have another reason to just despise him. Yeah. But you know, he's absolutely horrible. Yeah, he's the worst. He's the absolute worst. Yeah. Thank you. You saying that <laughs> truly, I just felt a blanket just curl itself around my heart. I don't think that's heart. the first time I've said that, though. I mean, no, he's, he's, but sometimes he's, he's you say cl- shit that scares me, and it's well, like, Steve, where's your brain? I'm just oh, I look at it like this: if, if, if you kill, if you go on a killing spree and kill ten people, and I go on a killing spree and kill fifty people. <laughs> if you if you kill 10 people and i kill 50 people yeah okay i killed more people but yeah. we're both mass murderers <laughs> you know what i mean <sighs> okay no okay no <laughs> because the nature of the crimes against humanity are so different in nature it is not killing 10 people versus killing 50 people it is like punching 10 people versus killing 50 people the mm. nature of the crimes are different. What 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 are the what are the crimes? I mean, let's talk about like let's just keep it above the belt. Okay. Corporate crimes, for example. The amount of money laundering that's happening, for example, like on behalf of Republicans and all the legislation that happens so that can continue. Mm-hmm. It is you don't think the Democrats are doing that too? Come of, on. Of course, of course, because people that get into politics typically want it for power reasons right and money is power yeah so, they're all corrupt throw them so out. of course but like all of the names of people that are like storing their money in the fucking seychelles and like doing all of this incredibly sketchy shit there's like that level like they're foreign nationals helping them with all of their shit there's like that level of money laundering mm-hmm. and then there's the amount of like financial sketchy shit that democrats are doing it's just not even close to being on the same playing field and I'm not saying that the Democrats don't have their own system of, you know, lobbying that rewards each other, obviously. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I mean, not who gonna, knows what kind of shady shit was going on with the Clinton Foundation? I'm not going to. I was just going to say, yeah. I'm not going to say that the Clintons are incredibly sketchy fucks. 100 percent. They're sketchy fucks. Uh-huh. They are not sketchy fucks to the degree that fucking the Trump family are sketchy fucks. They're just not. I don't know how to quantify that. I mean, I think both they're I, both shady I, as You know what would be lovely? Criminal indictments. That uh-huh. would be a great way to quantify it, but we can't trust our judicial system to do that. Mm. But I wholeheartedly believe that if they administer justice fairly, the shit that's brought against the Trumps would just completely surpass egregiously. Sure. You know, sure. the shit compared to the Clintons. So when we hear people say like, I say we as in, I don't, I don't know. When I hear people say like, the Clintons are as bad as Trump and stuff. It's like, no, they're fucking not. No, they're not. No, they're not. I don't know. No, they're not. I don't. Well, you know, in terms of like intelligence <laughs> and just competence, uh, cl- clearly, I mean, Hillary aside, Bill's competent and educated and smart, but that doesn't mean he's not a complete shady sleazeball. Trump is a complete slady, shady sleazeball and a complete fucking moron. Yeah. Yes. Like it's not yes. even it's not even the criminality that bugs me. It's just the complete unfitness 
yeah. for office. Yeah, you know again, what I mean? I'll take it. Yeah, we'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's call it. We're running long. All right, here. okay. <laughs> oh, and the Braves uh, won. Uh, oh, eight to seven. Yay, a victory for Steve. Yeah. Hell yeah. Beat L.A. All right. Like the sweaty hand. Yeah, well, <laughs> that was a wet one, wasn't it? Feel how dry mine is. Really? Isn't that interesting? Not anymore. Isn't that? No, it is. No, what? Not that, was your, that was your own lingering sweat from the first time. That's what I'm saying. Not oh, anymore. Got it. Oh, got it. Got it. All right. All right. Well, Well, Steve, if you could say on air that you're voting for, for Joe. I'm voting for Joe. There we go. All right. Don't ask about the last name. <laughs> <laughs> God. Uh, do you have any final thoughts? No. No. Thanks for listening, guys. And uh, Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah. Totally. Uh, leave Be us well, Jordan. Oh, oh, thank you. Uh, thank, uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Check us out on our social media channels: Twitter at the I Disagree Pod, Facebook I Disagree Podcast. Who uses Facebook anymore? Fuck it. We're on Instagram, iTunes. Leave a review. Anything. We love to see it. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.